RPN is not responsible for the views, actions, statements, or opinions of its guests, advertisers, or even its viewers. The information contained in this program is not to be confused with medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement, but as always, we encourage you to do your own research. Enjoy the show. Boom. Good afternoon, Patriots. And welcome back to another episode of Occam's Razor. As always, my name is Zach Payne, the corruption detector. Joining me on this and every Thursday, my co-host, Al Keelan, a.k.a. Uncensored Abe. Do me a favor, guys. We had some issues creating the stream today, so it didn't even go online until just a few minutes before we went live. I would sincerely appreciate it if, in addition to liking this show, you also shared it out on your favorite social media platform. I really would really help us out. And, of course, you can always repost Abe and I's posts as well. Lots to talk about. All of the usual things. The news never stops. The corruption. Never ending. Sit back, relax, grab your popcorn, and we'll be right back after that. All right, welcome back to the program. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining us. Please join me in welcoming my co-host on this and every Thursday, Uncensored Abe. Al, how you doing today, bud? What's good, fam? Good to see you guys out there. Thank you, Esther, for sharing the stream. Kay Laterbug and Hang Ten Alias Surfer over there on Rumble. How you guys doing today? Loopy Loop the Loop. Val Hall, Luann, and uh, uh, let's see who else. Hankton Alien Surfer, Pat McFly, Big Magoo, and Chops out there. Great crowd out there today working their way in here today. Hope you guys had a great day. And it's uh, Thursday the 30th already of March, bro. We're going into April already. Holy cow. Yeah, the this year is just flying by. And I suppose that that's just the way that it goes. I feel like the older I get, the less time seems to have a sense of permanence. Do you remember when you were a kid? And, like, every day would just drag by and, like, you could count every single second. And you could fill those seconds with so many incredible memories. Like, being a kid, playing outside, digging in the yard, catching toads, whatever it might be. You know, it was like those days of childhood would never end. And then at a certain point, it's like your life just starts going by you at warp speed. And I feel like that's how it is right now. The news cycle is never ending and we are constantly being bombarded with things. And obviously we've talked about this before. I think that's by design in many respects. And of course, there's always those stories that they hope that people are just going to whiz by. They're not going to notice them. And I want to start with this uh, gold pill from Luann V over here. She says, I heard the QAnon shaman was released. I hope it helps everybody else too. And that is exactly what I wanted to begin on. 
Jacob Chansley, no matter what you think about Jacob Chansley, I know there's a lot of different opinions about him. You know, at the end of the day for me, Jacob Chansley is a man who was railroaded. He was basically held up by the federal government as the face of the would-be Trump insurrection, okay? We all know that's not what happened, and we've got even more evidence to show that today. But Jacob Chansley has been released, and Abe, I don't think that it's any coincidence that this is happening right after we're kind of starting to see some major cracks in the federal government's case. It seems like everything is kind of imploding for them right now. And Jacob, he was looking at 41 months for his January 6th charges, but now he is being released, or I guess he actually has been released, and he's about to be uh, uh, entered into some type of a halfway house. I don't know how long he's going to be forced to be there. Uh, hopefully they don't make him go the next, you know, 35 months or however much longer Mid-man. he had on his sentence. But, um, I, okay, 11 months. He served 11 months in solitary confinement prior to his sentence being imposed and 16 months of his sentence thereafter. So, God, the guy spent 27 months in prison, over two years in prison. I, I'd say that he's paid his debt in spades far more than he needed to. You're muted. I agree with you, Johnny. He should sue the DOJ. And I'm just, you know, Jacob, I had a chance to talk to him when he was in Arizona at the uh, Stop the Steal rally. And I talked to him for probably 15 minutes or so. He is the most relaxed, nonviolent, non-threatening person you'd ever want to meet. He's just somebody who really, truly understands the evil that we're up against in this country to a very deep level. And, uh, you know, because of that, I think they looked at him as a threat and they use him as an example to try to silence the rest of us. And that, that <laughs> that's just backfiring on him big time. And, you know, it, it's only one person out of the thousands or so that are still, um, I don't know, 300, 500 that are still, you know, wrapped up as, uh, as political dissidents in this country. It, it, you know, the good thing that I see, is it feels like we have a voice back again, bro. Yeah. It feels like our representatives are trying to represent us, trying to do what they can to help us because I believe that this is only because of an outcry from the Anon community of, of just saying this is just a travesty of injustice and it needs to stop. There's this man is the most, you know, innocent, calm, nonviolent person I've ever met in my life. And they're just trying to destroy his life. They really just tortured him for a year straight. Yeah. You know, to me, <clears throat> Obviously, he seems like a bit of an eccentric, you know. Uh, He's a guy who has uh, strong beliefs. He wants to see our country restored. He, uh, you know, subscribes to a lot of the beliefs that I think many of the people in the audience do. Not everybody would dress up in the way that he did and parade around. But, you know, I think there's something to be said for theatrics. Uh, I'm not a person who believes that Jacob Chansley was uh, some sort of I guess, a a government stooge. Like, I I don't think that Jacob entered into the Capitol that day with the intention of creating the mess that we've seen play out. I think he was an innocent, you know? I I think that he, you know, he walked in there. He was respectful of the Capitol building. He was allowed in. Let's be clear about that. He didn't break into the Capitol. And, you know, he's just kind of a a, a funny guy, you know, and uh, he wanted to go around the country. He wanted to preach his beliefs to people and he wanted to help restore the nation. And for that, he was dangerous. You know, he brought a lot of attention to himself because of the way that he dressed and the way that he acted. And uh, and and Jacob did not deserve what he ended up receiving uh, as a result of his prosecution. And 
even more, even more, every single day, bits and pieces of information come out which show us that this was not an insurrection. If anything, we can call it a Fed surrection. And this is something I think both of us have been uh, uh, trying to coin for a long time. You know, the Feds were the ones who were leading the charge. Last week, we talked about the uh, recent video that uh, uh, that one of the January 6th defendants is attempting to get released from the D.C. Metro Police, their uh, electronic surveillance unit. You know, they had three officers that were leading the charge. They were inciting people to commit overt acts, uh, to uh, break down barricades, to climb up walls, to go inside the building. <clears throat> and as they are suggesting to Trump supporters and protesters that they commit these acts, they're talking to each other and they're saying they're going to trap everybody. They're going to get them inside there. They're going to trap them. People are going to get shot. People are going to die. Ironically, Ashley Babbitt was right in front of them. Now, we don't have their video footage from inside the Capitol, so we don't know exactly how close they were to Ashley Babbitt, but based upon the trajectory they were on going into the Capitol— I, I would not be surprised if they were standing right there or if even more than that, there was some language they were using, maybe even suggesting Ashley go through that window or, you know, hey, you know, why don't you go do that? You know, you can stop it. You're a girl. They won't shoot you. Little did she know that she wasn't going to be alive for very long. But we have new video documentary evidence, which shows that at least one of these feds was directly at the front of the events taking place. We have an FBI informant who is named as James Aaron Knowles. Now, Knowles had uh, apparently infiltrated, I believe it was the Kansas City Proud Boys group. And as a result of that, he gained their trust. Uh, he went inside that group, and they didn't know that he was an informant. Uh, he was telling his handlers in the FBI everything that the Proud Boys were doing. Uh, he was uh, accompanying them to the event on January 6th. Uh, and uh, and he told them specifically that the Proud Boys were not involved in, nor did they inspire the breaking of the barriers at the Capitol building. Uh, this confidential human source, Knowles, described the scene as the crowd doing it as a herd mentality. I think that anybody who was there can say that that was the truth. The only people that I saw trying to incite people were people that I assumed were feds on that day or were Antifa in disguise, you know, I mean, no self-respecting Trump supporters were there bashing out windows or covering their faces or, or trying to get into fights with people uh, because they were trying to be stopped from doing this. This was not an organized insurrection, but the organizational aspects of it were committed by people who were working for the federal government. Uh, and uh, here we have video stills showing the opening of looks like some type of parking garage or something like that. Uh, and uh, this is one of those FBI informants right there, James Knowles, entering the building like on the very first wave of people. So if you're going to be blaming anybody, then we should be blaming the federal government because they were the ones who infiltrated these groups. As they often do, Abe, they provide material support to people. They give them money. They give them uh, uh, intelligence. They, they, they tell them how to plan these things out. And then they use the event that's been structured and planned by the FBI to turn around and, uh, and put charges on people and then use them as an example of what is most wrong with this nation. Yeah, well said. And, you know, I really want to give a shout out to Julie Kelly from uh, American Greatness. She's been all over this and so has uh, um, 
uh, Revolver. Um, those two those two media groups have uh, done the best reporting that I could find, uh, breaking the news on on how many feds were there, the feds direction, and how it all ties in with the uh, Gretchen Whitmer plot. The same FBI agent got promoted after the Michigan uh, Whitmer plot, and and now is in DC uh, overseeing the Capitol. It, it's just the the whole thing is 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 disgusting. It is an example of weaponized government using hiding exculpatory evidence, meaning evidence that would prove your innocence that you did nothing wrong. Uh, they've been hiding that evidence from the lawyers and and people like uh, um, T. Sevy out there, who who her son is uh, is wrapped up in all of this too for just you know uh, ridiculous things. And I I you know while this is good news and I'm glad to see it, um, there, there's still a weaponized government that is still trying to go after many more. There was a grandma arrested last week, uh, mm-hmm. that walked into the Capitol, walked out 10 minutes later, and now she was arrested recently. Uh, so they're continuing to go after these people. They're continuing to try to make examples of them. And they're still hiding exculpatory evidence from them that would prove that they did nothing wrong as opposed to what you see happening with Antifa and the rest, um, occupying capitals and, and, uh, you know, being threatening to people. Um, it's just, it's just sad to watch uh, you know, the only thing that, that comes positive from this is, is that people are finally waking up to, um, how severe, uh, our government has become against us. And, you know, we can, we can all whine, scream, moan till we're blue in the face about being censored, about being, uh, you know, minimized or dehumanized. Uh, but when people see stuff like this, just an innocent man who's, you know, shamanism is just, it's, it's a very religious spiritual thing. And I, and I, and when I talk to Jacob, he, he believed deeply in his spirituality. He believed deeply in, in God and, and, in, in, a, in something much powerful than him. Um, that's, I gotta believe in that with the government that we're up against right now that just hates anything that is religious or Christian or any kind of, of, um, spiritualness at all. Um, that there's a part of that too, that their own hate is, uh, is in, is in the way of, of justice as well. I don't know, man. It's sad. It's a sad world we live in right now. It is. It is. Now, somebody in the chat said something. Oh, Trump never visited the January 6th prisoners. I I can't say whether or not he ever tried to visit the January 6th prisoners. Certainly there has been nothing publicized. Uh, But I will say that uh, in the attempts that Republican lawmakers have tried to go in and visit January 6th prisoners, they have not always been successful. Now, President Trump, uh, whatever you think of his motivations, has on many occasions spoken about the plight of those January 6th prisoners. He just recently opened his Waco rally with the January 6th choir uh, and uh, and the music that they've created. He's he's uh, popularized their plight through the sales of that song. If, if I'm not mistaken, that's going to be benefiting their legal teams. You know, yep. y- you can say what you want about what other people do, uh, but until you walk a mile in their shoes and know 100% fully understanding what it is they are already doing on a daily basis, you really can't judge them. You know, sure, you can always say, I would do something differently. Okay, well, you know, did you? Have you? What have you done? You know, it's so easy to cast aspersions from the side or to, uh, you know, armchair quarterback. Everybody does it. All right. All I'm saying is uh, you need to have a little bit of grace when it comes to this stuff and also admit that you don't know what you don't know, because I, I think it's very possible that Trump could have attempted to visit these people. And maybe he was turned away. Maybe he was told, oh, no, absolutely not. It would be a media circus. We're not going to allow you to use that. Um, but just because he hasn't talked about it doesn't mean that it, it didn't actually happen. I think that President Trump 
at the end of the day, uh, is going to be president again. He will be back in power in Washington, D.C. And I think that whatever whatever damages have been incurred by the January 6th defendants, I think that is going to be reversed. And I think that they are going to be proven to be 100 uh, percent innocent and they will be exonerated. And I think Donald Trump is the only person who's going to do that. Uh, yeah, so, it's, it's, you know. it's hilarious, bro. It's like if the sun doesn't come out tomorrow, they're going to blame Trump. If uh, the media doesn't report something right, it's probably Trump's fault. Everything is Trump's fault yeah. in this world. It's just ridiculous, man. Forget about all that. You know, the, the reality is, is these people are have their lives have been destroyed. There are people who have died, yep. um, people who have committed suicide over all of this. And um, it is the weaponized government where you should be put placing blame, not on President Trump. Exactly. Exactly. There is plenty of blame to go around. And Donald Trump is quite literally the last person he is. And I've said this so many times before. He's the only nationwide public figure who has done what he's done to attempt to heal and put our country back together. He's the only politician on a national scale who has committed the overt acts that we have seen that have gone to awaken the masses and to help bring America back from the brink. So, you know, he, he will probably never fully satisfy every person that's out there. But as far as I'm concerned, he's done a damn good job and he's done way more than anybody else. And so I will continue to support him uh, from now until eternity, until he decides he doesn't want to be in politics anymore or until America is finally brought back together. And these divisions that have been sown by the left and sown by the deep state have been healed. Now, let's talk about another insurrection that you're not being told about on the mainstream media. Uh, you might call this one a transurrection. We've called transurrections what they were before. This is not the first time that trans activists have stormed nation or, or excuse me, state capitals in an attempt to protest what they perceive as, uh, as, as slights against them or their identities. In Kentucky, recently, a law was pro- passed which prohibits child sex changes or doctors from giving hormones to children under the age of 18. Several of these people have been arrested. Uh, in a, a tremendous uh, piece of irony, we have somebody here who kind of looks to be invoking the 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 makeup of Jacob Chansley, although it's a little bit more perverse and it looks like there are goat horns on the head, which, uh, of course, you know, is kind of hailing Baphomet uh, more than anything else. But Hundreds of these trans protesters descended upon the Kentucky State Capitol yesterday. Uh, this is as Republican lawmakers are enacting these sweeping changes to the sex change laws that are in place for minors in the state. Uh, there was a, uh, a bill that was actually vetoed by the Democrat governor. However, the Republican legislature was able to come together and override that veto. So this is Senate Bill 150. It will prohibit doctors from providing hormone therapy or any of these gender-affirming therapies to anybody who's under the age of 18. Abe, I don't know about you. Personally, I think maybe, you know, mid-20s, 25 or something is a good time uh, to, uh, you know, and it's difficult because, you know, 18, you're technically an adult. You can do whatever you want. But I think that in in many cases, People are not mature enough to make decisions that are going to uh, destroy their lives, potentially. You know, I mean, we've seen plenty of people who transitioned after the age of 18. And even then, 
you know, they find themselves, uh, you know, hopelessly lost, you know, recognizing that this is not something they should have done. Uh, you know, legally, 18, you're an adult, you can do what you want. But, if, you know, under the age of 18, categorically, this should not be allowed. So I applaud the yeah. Kentucky state legislature. Yeah, I agree. And there's a lot of other states that are trying to get this done, too. I mean, I just go back to my favorite meme. Back in my day, blowing a tranny, you needed a, needed a mechanic. It's uh, <laughs> Somebody said that in my chat the other day. It's so true. Oh. It's, you know, I don't I don't accept this at all. This, this whole gender confusion thing is a mental disorder. And you need a psychiatrist and you need to go figure out what's wrong with you. Why? What what, what you were abused? What underlying issue has caused you to believe that you're uh, a woman trapped in a men's body or whatever the hell else it may be? Um, th- this whole thing has been the normalization since um since illegally uh, they changed marriage, in my opinion, mm-hmm. marriage is between a man and a woman. And when when the the when the D.C. clowns Rhino Uniparty caved to the whole marriage thing, that was the beginning of further normalizing this. I don't know, just sick behavior, something very wrong sexually with these people um, that they need to have have addressed and they need to address these issues uh preferably with God, that that would be great. If these people found God, they would find uh, um, there's much more to their lives than just a uh, simple little pleasures during out during their day. Yeah. It's, it's, it's part of the programming of our society and it's part of this whole uh, leftist uh, uh, getting rid of genders. Basically mm-hmm. they, they believe oddly enough. And I know, you know this, but just for the crowd um, they believe that they that the future of humanity is not a man and a woman, but a but a uni race, a uni person, a, mm. a transhumanist, yep. uh, you know, genderless being that they can just completely control and enslave to their to their whims. It's these people are beyond sick and really under. If you really want to understand what their what their goal is, just get into the mind of these people and it'll then then run get away from them as fast as possible. It'll scare the crap out of you the way these people think, bro. <clears throat> okay, so <laughs> Lisa doesn't get the tranny joke. Uh, Abe said that when I was a kid, <laughs> if you said you blew a tranny, it mean you needed a new transmission, not you know the uh, the obvious sexual reference. So, anyways, okay, <laughs> over your head, we don't need to go there. Anyways, um, <laughs> but um, but yeah, you know, I mean, this is about erasing so much of what makes us human and uh, what solidifies us in our faith. You know, Tucker made an excellent point the other night that the trans uh, identity movement is the antithesis uh, of Christianity because, you know, in Christianity, we believe in God. God has dominion over life. God is the one who is directing our path under this other uh, agenda. Uh, essentially, you are the dominion over life itself and over your own body and what your choices are. And everything is a personal thing. And when someone doesn't validate you, well, then that's when violence occurs. And we are seeing it more and more often. Just again, in this transurrection, uh, we had hundreds of people who descended upon the Capitol. You know, how is this different from what we saw on January 6th? I, I don't think that any of these trans activists died But I think that's the only thing separating what happened on January 6th, 2021. You know, Trump supporters were murdered on that day. Nobody is murdering trans activists. Nobody is arresting trans activists for being trans. 
They are arresting them if they break the laws. And in the case of what happened on January 6th, there were clearly some people who broke laws. The uneven and unwieldy hand of the law was brought down far seriously on those January 6th protesters than it was on the trans activists that broke in. But we do have this case, uh, which has been solved. Do you remember the firebombing of that uh, that pro-life clinic? Turns out this is in Wisconsin. This is, you know, so this is, uh, you know, backyard for Abe over here. Uh, this was a biophysics researcher, someone who ostensibly is a level of higher education, which sets them apart from the average everyday plebs, certainly more than yeah, the sure. blue collar Trump supporters. You know, the, the average blue collar American is not going to be firebombing a building because you disagree with us on an ideological level. We're not going to be firebombing a building because you want to murder babies in it. You know, we're going to fight through legal means to stop you from being able to murder and mutilate babies. I need to say thank you to Janice 6966. That censorship hearing was on fire today. That's why I'm late. I watched some of it this morning, and yes, it was really, really good. LWK Cross, who just joined as a monthly supporter, says, I love you, Zach, and all the information you research for us. Thank you so much. I appreciate you being here. Thank you to everybody who has joined as a member. If you click that join button, I believe, I don't know what the process is, but I know that you will become a member of the channel through Locals, and uh, I am still working on trying to do something specific for Locals. But thank you very much for the financial support, guys. I really appreciate it. Here, you can see on screen. This is the maniac who firebombed this building. He threw two Molotov cocktails into that building. And uh, let's see, who is he? Is uh, His name is, I can't say it, I can't say it, Harindindu Sankar Rao Chowdhury. He is a biochemist, a, a radical left biochemist. And the group that he burned down was an anti-abortion group in Wisconsin, the Family Actions Office. Uh, He was arrested at Boston's Logan Airport Tuesday as he prepared to board a one-way flight to Guatemala City. What do you think, Abe? Was he trying to escape the long arm of the law? Did he get a tip off that the the authorities were on to him and they were coming to get him? He was part of a far-left pro-abortion group called Jane's Revenge, kind of reminiscent of what we heard Jane Fonda talking about the other day. She openly called for murder of people who would protect the lives of babies. This is the type of people we're dealing with. Protect yourself. Yeah, I mean, you know, if uh, anytime I see college educated, I, I immediately consider professionally brainwashed into a useful idiot, which is usually what the result of going to a college these days is. And very rarely do you find people who, who uh, work their way out of it without becoming brainwashed. It means they're, they're even smarter than a normal person. But, yes. um, you know, uh, it, <laughs> I don't know what to say about this, dude. This has been going on uh, for years now, and it takes, what, six months to a year before you finally actually hear something about somebody from Antifa or a radical leftist who's actually violent, who uh, gets held accountable for their actions. And meanwhile, you know, anybody who uh, is is conservative in any kind of way or or loves this country in any kind of way, it seems like they get the the quick uh, yank off the stage. You know what I'm saying? It's uh, uh, if anything, it's uh, hey, Harley Quinn. It's good to see you out there. Um bantering with your chat as always uh, 
Um, I mean, it, you know, it's good to see that the justice is finally coming. There has been many along with the Antifa as well out in uh, San Francisco and uh, that whole group, the high level Antifas that have been arrested recently for for some serious stuff as well. So, I mean, it's good to finally see it. I remember, I remember when the FBI agent came knocking on my door, I said, when's the last time you you handled a uh, you talked to anybody from Antifa? How come we don't never see any of this stuff in the news? And he was like, uh, well, uh, yeah, they kind of they, they Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You know, but well, at least and, now Antifa's we actually are finally seeing really these a, stuff in the news. Antifa's not really a group. It's more of an idea. So it's, it's just hard. an idea. They commit crimes at night, so it's harder to find them. Well, thank God, Raucher Dowry, or whatever you say his name, thank God this person was uh, a part of the group Jane's Revenge. They had initially shared uh, responsibility for this attack uh, using a Tor service, which allowed them to anonymize. But again, you know, Tor was created by the government and the intelligence community, so they should have been able to find them a lot sooner than they actually did. I mean, I, I don't think that anything you do online, whether it's through the dark web or the uh, the, the surface web, uh, is truly going to be anonymous. Um, you guys, I missed a couple of buy me a coffees from yesterday, and they're relevant to the conversation from last night, but I want to make sure I read them. Uh, Tracy in Arizona said, uh, I live here in Arizona. I wish I could afford to join you all in person here in Chandler for GART, which is the Great American Restoration Tour, which is the Badlands event, which is taking place very soon, just a couple of weeks, as it's my hometown. But I got the live streams instead. Have a really cool, unique gift coming your way for you and Red Pill Girlfriend, a pre-wedding gift. Thank you for all you do. And lastly, I love your laugh. Uh, when you get going, I laugh with tears. It's the best thing ever. LOL. Thanks for all your hard work and for all the shows you do, Zach. I catch them all each week to hell with the mainstream media. Amen. Love you too, Tracy. Thank you. And then she also says, LOL, Chi-Chi taking a crap live on the air. <laughs> so Chi-Chi was scratching at the door last night. Lisa didn't know. She was listening to the show. She was cutting up watermelon. Chi-Chi came in here and uh, and then he and then he left and then he pooped right in front of the door. And then uh, and, and I found it while I was on the air. Uh, she said, go back and pull up the clip of your dogs attacking each other under the desk last year. This is uh, Muffin Gate. I'll find it before the end of the show. Uh, that should go viral. Go ahead, everyone. Your ultimate freakout moment. It was totally epic. It was definitely. And then Francine, she said, hi, Zach. Thanks for all you're doing to bring some truth into a corrupt world. And thank you very much, everybody, for hanging out with us and being here with us. Um but at the end all of, of the, day, the all of the great content you've done, all of the great interviews you've done, and the thing that's gone viral is Muffin Gate. Your dogs trying to kill each <laughs> other on live, live on air. Oh man, there's no shortage of uh, of moments like that on this show. Let me tell you. But yes, uh, I'm I'm glad because it means that I will always and forever remember those dogs in a very very special moment. Even when they're gone, people are going to be reminding me about Muffin Gate. Uh, so. Anyways, getting back to Roger Trouty, uh, you know, glad that uh, that he was caught. Um, he's not alone in his violent actions. We also had this instance right here. Uh, this is back in my original home state, leftist Wayne State professor. He's been suspended. Take a look at that face right there, okay? This is a face that only a mother could love. Only a mother. Uh, he claimed that it was uh, it was more virtuous to kill your ideological opponents than to argue with them. Uh, and as a result of that, he has been suspended. 
He said this in a social media post where uh, he appeared to advocate for violence against the people who disagree with you on an ideological basis. This is extremely alarming, obviously, because we've had episodes of real world violence very recently. We just had that shooting in Nashville. Okay, and then, of course, on Saturday, we have the uh, what is it called? The the trans I think they called it the trans day of violence or something like here we go. Trans day vengeance of vengeance will be theirs. Yes, vengeance will, you know, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. So, you know, that is the, tra- that's the tactic that I take. And I just, uh, I, I wait for my opportunity if somebody wants to test me on that. But these people that are planning this trans day of vengeance, they have previously raised money for firearms training. Okay. They've done that whole Antifa weekend, uh, getaway at the, at the gun camp. Uh, and of course they, they have talked openly about threatening Christians previously. They're going to be at the U.S. Supreme Court this weekend. I got to be honest, Dave. I hope, I hope that they show up with guns and I hope that they get made an example of because this to me is one of the most dangerous things affecting the nation right now. It's not good guys with guns. It's bad guys with guns. It's criminals with guns. It's the types of ideological, like, leftist morons, people like these, that would be willing to use guns, weapons, anything, whether it's fire, whether it's chemicals, whether it's a barrier being swung at somebody's head. They're the ones who want to use violence to overcome us in the space that should be occupied by our minds. You know, I mean, it goes to show you where these people are, And I think they need to be dealt with. Yeah. (laughs) When you put a, a, I'm going to call them a gaggle. Uh, When you put a gaggle of mentally ill morons on the street together and say, go protest, the the bad thing's going to happen. Just stay the hell away from that whole area. Don't go anywhere near them. When you, when you see these kind of people, you got to understand what you're dealing with. You're you're dealing with severely mentally unstable people That's right. That's right. that are on all kinds of weird drugs and stuff, and their and their whole psyche is messed up. You really don't want to mess with these people. Just trust me on that. If anything, I kind of want to see the video actually of the Proud Boys and uh, Antifa on the fifth in DC. That that would be that video should go viral because that'll send some messages out there to remind uh uh Antifa how tough they ain't so to speak. Um but you know uh, who knows what's going to happen with this. You're already seeing what you're seeing them do is is activists like me trying to get people out in the streets because that's where you should be loud and be heard. You shouldn't be afraid and and be worried about federal agents coming in to cause pro- forget all that. Be loud, be heard, and have your voices be heard. And, and Americans have been so pacified, I'll use that word instead of my normal word, um, have been so pacified in this country that they are, uh, it, it is just, it's kind of depressing to watch as as people just uh, refuse to stand up. And, and the, good th- the good thing is, is people are standing up with their wallets. Many people have deleted their Amazon accounts, for instance. Jeff Bezos is trying to destroy you in this country. Stop using Amazon. Vote yeah. with your wallet. <clears throat> if you if you can't get out in the streets, if you can't do things like being while being heard on your phone and in letters and things like that, then uh, vote with your wallet. And and so we're starting to see that happen more as Amazon lays off a bunch of people. Microsoft starting to lay off people. All these big tech companies are seeing what's coming, man. So, you know, that's kind of what I'm hoping to see on on our side is more activism on our side because we have been just 
put into a state of fear to the point of, of where people are just afraid to speak up at all. And that's exactly their goal. And we, we need to not let them, uh, you know, force us into that state of fear. Be loud, be heard. Absolutely. <clears throat> Make no mistake. This is what they believe. This is where they want to take this. Look at this post here. We have a trans person, pink hair, uh, some type of rifle and a trans pirate flag. Their name was Audrey Hale. They're a martyr against transphobia from hateful Christian bigots. Oh, hateful nine-year-old children? Really? I mean, how many of those children misgendered you, Audrey? I mean, how many of those children committed overt acts of violence or who even understood like what you were or what you believe it is a fantasy and they are no they are so close to bringing this fight directly to the doorstep of average everyday people so you have to be prepared and you have to understand just how far they're willing to take it i think they are truly preparing for war and you know honestly uh, I think that the mask is coming off on these people. They may wear masks to this event on Saturday, but who they truly are is being revealed. And I think that that's what has to happen. I mean, we've talked about this on so many different subjects. You know, how in the world are we ever going to find the will to change these things if they haven't been exposed, if they haven't been shown for what they truly are? I mean, only at that point, only at the precipice or when people find the will to change. And what is the precipice for America? You know, I mean, what is the precipice for us? Uh, <laughs> a trans revolution? That might be it, certainly for a lot of people. Yeah, and it's, you know, as an example of how far the brainwashing has gone and how effective it is in this country, it's just sad, man. We've lost a whole generation of kids that are just, you know, growing up confused about everything. And it's just, it tells you a lot about the evil that we're dealing with. You know what I'm saying? I want to go back to when we were kids, you know, wake yeah. up, get home from school, go out and come home at, uh, at dark, eat, grab dinner and, uh, and do your homework. You know what I'm saying? Like though, this world has just, we've just lost this world completely. And it's true. I don't know, man. It's, uh, it's very frustrating to watch. And the thing is, is you're talking about, if you look at the actual nationwide statistics of, of trans people in this country, it's like 0.2% of the population. We're talking about yeah. less than like 30,000 people who are con are legitimately confused about whether or not they got a penis or not. You know what I'm saying? It's like, mm -hmm. so I don't know, man. It's, um, but, it's, but it, it, they make up an overwhelming yeah. number inside the radical leftist community. I saw, uh, uh, uh Andy, no, uh, he, he said he was just, you know, going through and kind of cataloging this stuff like 20%, 20% of the people who get arrested at these things end up being on some spectrum of gender identity or gender confusion disorder, whatever it might be. So, yeah, I mean, they are small, but the numbers are significant enough that they could cause a stir. And I think that that's what they want. I mean, they want to destabilize the nation. They want to destroy the family. They want to destroy your right to be able to go out and be the person that you are. They want to force you into their lifestyle. And, you know, that's simply they we can't abide that. that that's not something that we can allow to happen. Um, and I don't have hate for anybody. No, I'm a, I'm a God fearing no. Christian. I don't hate anybody. We just want you to go live your life in privacy. Stop shoving it in our face. Nobody cares how what you sleep with, how you sleep, what you do in your bed, whatever. Do your thing. Just keep it to yourself. That's exactly it. And that's the way that it should be. You know, nobody should be forced to swallow your ideological garbage. I, I'm not forcing anybody 
to swallow the things I believe. I'm not forcing anybody to listen to this program if they disagree with me. Yet there are definitely people who listen because they disagree with me. Enjoy yourself. Maybe one of these times I'm going to say something that's going to get through to you and you're going to recognize that we're not necessarily enemies. You know, what do we want at the end of the day? I want to have life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. I want to live my life unencumbered from the authoritarian regime currently sitting in Washington, D.C. I want to be able to go out and speak my mind freely and move about freely and be completely unencumbered from unreasonable searches and seizures. You know, this is something that I think all people can get behind. But the problem is that although the left believe that that's what they want, they also at the same time believe that we don't deserve to have those same rights, they that we don't deserve to exist. It was stunning watching that testimony earlier today, uh, and uh, one of the witnesses being questioned about uh, the uh, uh, the tactics of the current administration and how they compare to the German Stasi of uh, of East Germany. I did a video like a year and a half ago comparing Joe Biden and his administration to the tactics of the German Stasi, and here we are. We've got the IRS and other federal agencies that are overtly attempting to silence people for speaking out on issues of government suppression of free speech. What else can you call it when the IRS shows up at your home on the day you're scheduled to testify before Congress? You know, uh, what what do you call it when the FBI shows up to question you because you've been exercising your constitutional right to freedom of speech or the ATF shows up because you are legally purchasing guns because we have a second amendment in this nation? You know, none of us are doing anything illegal, but I would say that all of us are probably being watched for a variety of things. And that could potentially get worse. Abe, you and I have not talked about this yet, but I spoke about it a couple of days ago. Brad and I discussed it last night. It really has gained national media attention. And of course, I'm talking about the Restrict Act, which is uh, probably one of the scariest pieces of legislation that I've ever read. I was worried about the Patriot Act, you know, 20 some odd years ago. I knew that that was going to be bad. And I knew that it was a prelude to more things to come, more restrictions of our our freedom of movement, more restrictions of our freedom of speech, freedom of association. And here in this new Restrict Act, uh, it is clearly all of that on steroids, but with criminal and financial penalties for simply doing things that you have the right to do under the Constitution. Now, why I am so excited about the particular direction the story is taken right now is because Lindsey Graham was made a fool of last night on Jesse Waters. And you might not like Jesse Waters, but to me, He serves a purpose in the same way that Tucker does. There are people who like to watch Fox News. They have cable news. They watch it. They pay attention to it. It's how they get it because they don't have to dig in, you know, to find alternative programs like this. And uh, it makes it easy for them. All right. So for Jesse Waters and Tucker Carlson to be exposing these things, it means that we have the power to stop them before they come about. I want to play you this video clip here. Um, 
and uh, and 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 just sit back and listen. After this ad from Xfinity. <laughs> your chat's on fire today. It's great to see you guys in such a great mood over there. And your Rumble chat's actually on fire today. It's great to see you guys over there. Spirit, the Observer, Happy Liz, uh, Red Pill Girlfriend, great to see you. Hope all is well. God bless you. And then everyone over there on Foxhole, too, having a great uh, day today as well. It's great to see you guys out there today. Included okay. on this at all. It just does. Okay, okay. Let me start. Let me start by saying how beautiful it is that AOC, Jesse Waters, and us are on the same side of this argument. Okay? As crazy as AOC is, as ideologically uh, divergent as we are, even she understands that this restrict bill is bad for the American people. Continuing on. Feel right. But AOC's gut feeling was right this time because my producers just went through the TikTok bill, all 55 pages, and it looks like the Patriot Act for the Internet. And if you remember, the Patriot Act was used and abused by the government. They said it was to fight terror after 9-11, which it did, but they also ended up fighting us with it. The banned TikTok Act, they call it the Restrict Act, cute, gives the government the power to, quote, review and prohibit certain transactions between persons in the United States and foreign adversaries. So not only no more mail-order brides, that means the government... (laughs) has the power to, quote, enforce any mitigation measure to address any risk arising from any covered transaction by any person or with any respect to any property (laughs) subject to the jurisdiction of the United States. That the total dominion over everything online. This is going if it passes. And I don't believe it will. Because after this report, many, many, many tens of millions of more people are going to recognize how bad this is. If you guys have not yet reached out to your legislators, to your representatives and your senators, you must. This is something that cannot be allowed to pass. And I, I want to get to the spot with, with uh, Lindsey Graham because I just absolutely loved watching him get his, get his ass handed to him. Secretary determines. Translation. The federal government wants to watch anything you do on the Internet. And I mean anything, any transaction, any search, any click, any scroll. The government can just say, Jesse may be involved with the Chinese. Let's take a look at his computer and iPhone. The government doesn't even need a reason. They can just make one up like they did with the Russia hoax. There you go. You want to know what a red flag is? The bill doesn't even say the word TikTok. (laughs) And Congress is cut out. The courts cut out. The White House gets to decide what they want to look at and why. So no, no, no more checks and balances, no more separation of powers. The White House will have unilateral control to lock you up and to shut down your speech and stop you from being able to engage in commerce, receive money, spend money, no more bank accounts. And this in conjunction, Abe, with a digital currency like the uh, central bank digital currency, like it looks like we are moving towards, this would be especially, especially concerning. If you're on it an is app very on your concerning. phone or if you're... Go ahead. Uh, no, go ahead and finish playing that. Okay. I, got a, I got a summary of what the bill has in it as well. Go ahead. Good. It's clicking through a website. Maybe it's a foreign website. Maybe it's not. How do you even know? The government doesn't need to know it's foreign. They can just want to know if it's foreign. And then it's open season on your search history. Do you want the Biden administration to go through your phone? 
because that's what this bill does. They don't even need probable cause. This is a legal search and seizure. And then you go on the spy list where they have the power to, quote, ready, inspect, search, detain, and seize any of your records and information. That means you're... All your messages, all your emails, every single search history you've ever committed, everything you've ever visited online. Here, I'm going to jump ahead right here because we went over all of these incidentals last night. But just imagine, Abe, you're, you're, you're researching on the Internet. You're scrolling through. You click a link because you're following information about a story. And it links to a website that's hosted on a server in Russia. Oh, my God. Now you may be a Russian spy. It gives the the federal government and the White House everything they need to go in. And you can't ask what they've looked into. You have no right to learn anything about it. You get to stay in the dark. Like, this is as dystopian as dystopian gets. Okay, this is where Lindsey Graham comes in and uh, Jesse tells him what's up because the Chinese use it to spy on us and rewire our brains. But we don't want the government spying on us either. Did the United States Senate just say we're going to protect you from China by spying on you? Yep. Let's try to get some answers out of the Senator Lindsey Graham, who supports this and is here now. you got to be kidding me, Senator. Did you read this? Yeah, I don't think I support the Restrict Act. (laughs) You don't support this because you were named as one of the supporters because this is garbage. Well, is this the one with John? There's two bills out there. One allows a review of businesses that that are connected to China, give the secretary the ability to protect our data. Uh, is that the Restrict Act? Yes. We got yes. S-686 right here, yeah. March 7th. Mm-hmm. So, yes, Mishimi, you're absolutely right. This is why I said earlier, I assume that everything I do, all the communications I send are going to be collected, they're going to be reviewed, and the government has the power to go through it. You know, what is particularly alarming about this is the new powers that it grants to the single office of the president, okay, the executive branch of the United States, to unilaterally decide to shut down your ability to engage in commerce, to put you in prison for 20 years, to seize all your property, to fine you up to a million dollars, and to do so with, you know, total anonymity and secrecy. Uh, You know, this is, uh, you know, I I see all of these new changes that they're attempting to implement as the logical extension of frameworks that already exist. FISA, secret court, okay, you know, they don't even need to worry about FISA now. They don't need to worry about justifying it to a judge. They don't need to worry about ensuring that your constitutional rights are going to be protected. Now, to me, what is most most revealing about this is the fact that Lindsey Graham, you could tell from the look on his face, he had no idea that these things were in this bill. His name was on it. He's listed as a co-sponsor and he had never even read it. He had absolutely no idea. And Jesse Waters makes the uh, uh, the uh, metaphorical connection between what happened with Lindsey Graham sponsoring this bill and, of course, John Fetterman, who hasn't been in Congress but has been co-sponsoring bills as well. He's being listed as somebody who has at least read this bill. Lindsey Graham clearly hasn't read this bill. And this is not new, okay? This is what happens in Washington, D.C. These politicians skate along collecting their paychecks 
collecting their pensions at the end of the day, not having to pay for their medical care, getting everything for free, every single fringe benefit you can possibly imagine, and then being made just disgustingly wealthy off of the inside intel they're getting about what decisions the government is doing, what is going to affect businesses. Meanwhile, you and I are out here suffering, paying $10 for a gallon of milk, $12 for a dozen eggs, $15 for a package of bacon. And maybe I'm exaggerating on that one, but I know bacon is way more expensive than it used to be. I think I used to be able to get like three packs of bacon for like six bucks or something like that. Can't do that anymore. You know, we are suffering. Meanwhile, these morons in Washington, D.C. are not doing their job, all right? They have been elected to serve and represent the people of this country, and they are not doing their job. And frankly, I don't know how long it's been since they haven't been doing their job, but I certainly feel like in my instance, in my adult life, in the entirety of my life, that the government of this country has essentially just forgotten what mandate we put it in place to do. They're supposed to be representing the people and taking care of the safety of this nation, and they don't do any of that. They have complete disregard for our Constitution, and it's just, it, you know, the fact that they're finally being exposed for the lawless pieces of garbage that they are is good news. Yes. Um, you and I and a bunch of us who have been in this truther movement and have been put ourselves out there have already been through our civil rights being destroyed, our Fourth Amendment rights being destroyed, all the way down to our First Amendment rights being destroyed in this country. This isn't new for us. You know, so at least people are seeing what they are planning to put on the books legally that is violating our civil rights. So I'm glad that people are more awake to that now. But I got to be real with you guys. You know, my civil rights, I just personalize this my civil rights have been violated by this country my fourth amendment rights have been violated by this country and i'm not the only one who's sick and tired of the weaponized government trying to silence us for putting information out there that they find to be embarrassing or whatever else it may be and then one other thing on this yeah exactly yeah one other thing on this there's a lot of people who have complete and total disdain for fox news i get it they called they called arizona for trump they basically gave the election for Biden, they basically gave the election to Biden. I get all that. The on-air personalities you should separate from the business and the company itself, in my opinion. Jesse Waters has done great work throughout his whole body of work. So has Tucker Carlson. I have I have nothing against them. The the argument is that they gatekeep information and they don't tell everybody everything they need to hear. Well, they're they're under you know, 20, 30 different lawyers guidelines about what they can and can't talk about. And there are on specific things that they have to be careful with. Whereas people like us, I don't have sponsors to worry about. Mike Lindell doesn't tell me what I can and can't say. That was the first thing I asked him. I said, Mm -hmm. look, I'm going to be controversial if you if <laughs> right out in front, yep. you know, don't don't tell you. They, they said, no, 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 we, we don't care what you say. We just want to get our name out there. That Good. Fine. And then that's the agreement I have. I don't I don't I'm not I don't answer to anybody specifically for a reason. I don't want that that responsibility to be put on somebody else's so- shoulders for something that I say. So at the same time, though, Jesse has done great work. So has Tucker and, and Hannity. You know, I mean, like, Hannity is who he is, right? But but still, the, the work that they've put out there to raise awareness and wake people up should not be just discounted. No. And you should not just say, well, it's on Fox News. I don't want to hear what they have to say. You should want to hear everything that they have to say, not just on Fox, but on MSNBC and the rest. You should yeah. know what these issues are. And, and I try to, I, at least I try to, I used to go out of my way 
to look at uh, a, a Fox News article and then a Washington Post article to 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 pull in both perspectives. In. And now it's just so obvious that you don't even have to waste time on looking at at the no, left narrative on this. But it's important that we that we uh, open our minds to to Fox because they are opening minds to people who who believe that the mainstream media still is, has their best interest in mind. So I, I, you know, forget about trashing the source of the information, listen to the information. President Trump was on Haiti and everyone was like, I'm not listening to it because of Haiti. You're missing out on president Trump speaking yeah. on behalf of you and I, and president Trump has been absolutely on fire on that most recently. So I just wanted to kind of talk about that a little bit, man. Cause I see a lot of that out there. People just slamming the source of the information and not actually listening to what's being presented. It's very frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I feel like, Information has been weaponized in such a way in this nation that people immediately revert to those kind of emotional stances. But to me, it's very clinical. You know, I I am taking all of this information from a variety of sources and then attempting to distill it down to the the, the facts of the matter, to the, the true things that are actually taking place. So you you have to cut out the propaganda, you have to cut out the spin, and then you have to determine what's really happening. And for me personally, I find great value in going to all of these different sources, sources that I wouldn't, you know, consider to be legitimate or sources that, you know, I wouldn't necessarily uh, be covering. Um, But in certain cases, you know, it it makes a lot of sense to juxtapose those two different competing narratives and talk about it. Um, But Jesse Waters, this report, what Tucker has been doing, and in, yes, Hannity to a lesser degree, uh, you know, it's necessary because there are so many people out there who are still caught up in that programming of the mainstream media. And I, I want everybody to remember to a time in their life before they had opened their mind and really swallowed that first red pill. There has always been a point for every single person where you have a personal awakening. And before you had that awakening, you know, what were you doing? You were probably getting your news only from mainstream media sources. Every single one of those people watching Fox News today has an opportunity to take that red pill and to branch out and to start doing a little bit of deeper dives on the subjects that they're being spoon-fed on a daily basis. To me, this is an opportunity, and I find it vital in the fight that we are waging on a daily basis against that corruption, against that propaganda, against the authoritarian regime that is currently doing everything they can to destroy us because we are political dissonance. Pepe Payne says, truth is truth, guys. Not telling all because of contracts is the same as I was only following orders. That's a cop-out. Please stop defending this metrology. I I don't know what metrology means, but, uh, you know, I'm not I'm not trying to say that what Tucker is doing by not telling the full truth is somehow virtuous. Uh, What I'm saying is you take the bits and pieces of what are delivered out there and you recognize it for what it is, which is an opportunity for someone to finally break out of that programming. You know, the people who watch Tucker and who only believe what Tucker are saying or what only what Jesse Waters are saying, you know, they are only at a certain point in their awakening and their development. Okay, at any moment, they can break out of that. They can hear something that makes them say, you know what? Am I getting the full story? And then they have to go out. People have to make that decision to do that, or they have to come across something that gives them the hunger to yearn more. Okay, I mean, I, I'm not going to say that uh, that Tucker and, and Jesse are doing the best job that they possibly can, and, and I'm not also trying to uh, 
uh, uh, to excuse the fact that they're working under contracts and making millions of dollars and only saying certain things so that they can keep getting those millions of dollars. Uh, what I'm saying is look at every possible bit of information that exists on this planet as an opportunity to wake people up and accept it because you're not going to do anything to change Tucker Carlson or Fox News or Jesse Waters or the way that they deliver that information. Find what you can within the information that, that is being provided, whether it's from them or MSDNC or CNN, and use that to red pill the people in your life, the people who have not gotten there yet. Uh, metrology is the study of Metroids. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Janice. Thank you, Janice. I appreciate that. Uh, and uh, let me see. Uh, Pepe Payne, uh, methods of defending their lack of info sharing. Yeah, I mean, nobody is defending it. And hopefully you just heard everything yeah. I just said. I don't want to repeat myself again. But um, before we go, uh, speaking of John Fetterman, they claim they claim before, that he's going to be back. <laughs> yeah, he's probably going to be back. I, wanna, I wanted to show this real quick, but before, you, before, before I let you go, I want to get this okay. out there to you. Greg put this thread out there yesterday that I covered on my show and got, got a lot of coverage yesterday. This is the summary of that bill, the TikTok bill yep. that, um, that has everything in it. And he's right. This is the Patriot Act for the Internet. This is nothing more than a way to censor anybody they disagree with. And, it, and it's so generalized that they can literally just – seize all of your information without you even knowing um what i want to name here real quick i know we're at the top of the hour here thanks for being here today guys and yeah what defending i, I don't i don't know how you look at that as defending it's just it's just the simple facts they they have things that they can't say that violate the the lawyers agreements it's just the way it is um believe it or not this is way worse than what uh what it, it appears to be and i'll just get this thread out there to you guys so you can look through it i want to i want to cover this real quick shelly Cap capito uh, I'm going to name the Republicans because Tim Kaine and the rest are what else is new? Kevin Kramer, Chuck Grassley. Come on, Chuck. Ooh, what the Chuck? Chuck? Uh, Tom Tillis, Lindsey Graham, John Thune, Deb Fisher, uh, Jill Manchin, who that guy needs a, needs a rude awakening thanks to Julian Assange's uh, torturing as well. Dan Sullivan, Susan Collins are the Republicans. If those, any of those names Senator are your Moran. representatives. There was Senator, Senator Moran in there as well. <clears throat> yeah. But yeah, definitely. Uh, I, I showed that thread last night as well. You, pay attention to that, okay? Because if you have a Republican uh, representative or senator that is supporting this, they need to understand that this is something they can't support. But every single one of us should be putting as much pressure on the people that serve us as we possibly can. Uh, use this as an opportunity. Lindsey Graham, my point in showing that clip uh, was to show Lindsey Graham being exposed, not only for being inept, uh, but for being a poor leader, a poor representative of the people who elected him. Uh, many of us already knew that, but the people watching that show maybe had never even considered it. Maybe they thought Lindsey Graham was a good guy and they liked him uh, and they're planning on voting for him. Uh, anybody who supports this after learning the truth of it has to be primary. They have to be pushed out of those offices. We can't allow it to pass at the end of the day. Yeah, Lin Lindsey said that his staffer is the one who put his name on it. That he didn't even know. It just amazes me that these guys go around. He was like, hey, do you want to support the TikTok ban? TikTok? Yeah, I'll support that. Uh, you want to read what's in it, maybe? Yeah, <sighs> yeah. Uh, C2 Shining C says, it is the mark of an educated mind to be able to entertain a thought without accepting it. That is a quote from Aristotle, and that is something that is near and dear to my heart. Thank you very, very much. Well said. Uh, and, uh, and, you know, and, you know, Pam Abami, here's the thing. Uh, it, it's, 
this behavior that we just witnessed with Lindsey Graham, uh, them not really doing their jobs. Let's be honest, you know, senators, uh, representatives, they have a lot on their plates and uh, they are loaded up in their schedules. And a lot of that work gets passed off to people that they believe they should be able to trust. And so something like his name on this bill, I'm not convinced that Senator Grassley has read that bill. And that's why I think it's so important that people who are represented by Grassley reach out to him and let him know exactly what's in it. Oftentimes, these people are just allowing their aides to do the work. And who are those aides? Those are, uh, are, are political hopefuls. Those are people who are infiltrating the Capitol in an attempt to ideologically change the United States in a fundamental way. They may be working for a Republican, but that doesn't mean they're registered as a Republican. That doesn't mean that they care about conservative ideals. They are probably, more often than not, implanted into those situations so that they can convince the people they're working for that by voting in a certain way, it's going to be the best way. It's going to represent the safest possible solution for the American people. But it's not. These people are liars. The aides working for these congressmen are probably infiltrators. And it's now incumbent upon the people that are represented by these individuals to let them know and to give them the information that they need. Uh, let me see if there was one more thing I thought that I wanted to, um, uh, oh, I guess maybe not. Yeah. Um, okay. I think that's it. Okay. Um, I need to go over to the foxhole here. Uh, loop to loop. Thank you for that cookie. A. Allen God wins. Appreciate the can. Warrior Mima. Thank you for the can. True Grit says the debate that Trump had with Biden and the moderator brought up uh, Proud Boys, Trump said he never heard of them. They set the narrative. Um, you know, I, I don't know necessarily that President Trump had any direct contact with the Proud Boys um, or that he was, you know, aware of who they were. I mean, like, certainly it was a big subject talked about on like left wing media, uh, you know, to, to a lesser degree on right wing media. But I mean, I've only ever known like two people who identified as Proud Boys in my entire life, you know. It, in the same way that people in Congress uh, push off a lot of work onto the people who work for them, you got to remember that, like, you know, CEOs and and, and even President Trump, uh, he does the same thing. He's got people giving him information, telling him, you know, you know, it's like the presidential daily briefing. You know, I don't think that uh, that that President Trump is going out there and searching for the things that are going to be on that. He's got aides and people who are working for him who are saying this is the stuff that you need to pay attention to today. And it's difficult for some people to uh, to imagine. But President Trump is only a man and he has limits in the same way that everybody else does. Uh, Sean Joe, thank you for the cookie. Liberty Bells says, thank you, Zach and Abe. Love you. Mighty Patriot with the can. Oki Seven with the can. Tamar Growl with the can. And uh, who cares with a cookie? Black Yoda with a cookie and another can. Pull back and watch. We are the underground. Pay attention. Also says they need to get people to understand how money works. It's about to go down. CB Joey, good to see you. He says, great show, bros. Uh, Black Yoda says, spring clean your house, people. Grow new plants or be planted. Just saying. Absolutely. Sean Joe, thank you for the cookie. And then Black Yoda says, y'all know I'm a patriot. The dollar, the change is forced. Amen. And then True Grit says, uh, that was the point 
point, the left was setting the narrative for January 6th. Ah, okay, okay. I understand now. Yeah, I I totally agree with you there. I think that the events that took place on January 6th were well orchestrated in advance. And uh, obviously, the press knew what was going to go down because they had all those people embedded and just waiting for the uh, the footage to be shown. John Sullivan, his girlfriend, Jade Sackler, uh, you know, the the list goes on and on. All right, you guys, um, I hope that today we have told you something that has helped you in some way or something that will help you further the mission of saving the United States of America. Are you pissed off about what you're seeing around you? If you are, then good. You should be. Now take that anger and use it to fuel you to be the change that we wish to see here in this nation, to help restore it through our efforts. Abe, what do you got coming up today, buddy? Vote with your wallet. Delete your Amazon account. Never use it again. Please, 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 please. If you want to take action of some kind, stop using Amazon. They are evil. They're trying to destroy this country. Five Eastern, four Central today and tomorrow, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, be going uh, early, about an hour early just to kind of hang out with everybody and I have no life. I have no friends. So all of you are my friends. So uh, today, just an average normal normal show going through the, the the news and kind of seeing what's important out there, trying to stay away from the shiny objects. Tomorrow, we have a call-in show. We open up the phone lines. Anybody who wants to disagree, hang out. We do that tomorrow. And I, I've been watching all your guys' work out there, Zach, and all of you work on Badlands Media. You guys had a great show last night. I was lurking over there listening to you guys and all of your work that you've been doing over there on Badlands. I, I got to say, dude, you guys are doing great work over there. Uh, hat tip to all you guys over there for all the great work you guys are doing. Keep it going. Thank you so much, brother. I appreciate it. And speaking of Badlands, I'll be back at 4 p.m. with my brothers, quite frankly, and 412 and on for today's episode of Taken Aback. I hope to see you there, whether it's on 412 Productions or on Badlands Media. Either way, I'll be watching both the chats, both on Rumble and, of course, on the uh, one and only Foxhole. If you have not yet created an account on the Foxhole, please make sure you do. You can say that you were sent by either Red Pill 78 or Uncensored Abe, and uh, when you purchase gold pills throughout the time uh, that you are spending on that platform, it will actually slightly benefit both of us. Uh, I, th- I want to say there's like a penny or something for every dollar that uh, that is uh, uh, that is purchased ends up going to the creator that referred you over there. And then, of course, if you're over there on Rumble, thank you so much. If you're watching on Roku, I encourage you to make sure you go to rumble.com. Actually sign up for an account. Subscribe to Red Pill News, which is rumble.com forward slash redpill78. You can go to my website, redpill78news.com. And, of course, I'm on Truth Social, Twitter, Getter, Gab, and uh, also on Telegram as the official Red Pill 78 channel. Thank you so much for everyone. I love you. Good luck and God bless. We'll see you tonight.
obligatory end credits message. Please, if you're over there on Rumble, I would sincerely appreciate it if you were to hit that like button. We have just over 2,500 people here, 401 likes on the program. If you hit the like, it is the easiest and quickest way to let the world know that this is a program that delivers some value. And of course, it's free. It's always free. I do this as a labor of love and so that we can help in a collective sense to repair this broken nation that we all love so dearly. Please hit that like button. I'll see you guys at 4 p.m.